podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Thursday on which there's absolutely nothing going on because the transfer window is now over and we don't play till the weekend. So thought we'd just take a quick sojourn through the main Liverpool websites and see what's happening and what people have to say. So on This Is Anfield, the headline piece is written by David Lynch. Liverpool takeover pledge was an empty promise. FSG's true intentions are now clear. This is an excellent piece. And I said it a few months ago, I really don't understand how David Lynch is not working for one of the main national newspapers. After Paul Joyce, he's probably, along with Neil Jones, the best reporter we have, both in terms of the access he has and the sources that he has, and also his ability to write. I think he's very, very good. So uh, I would highly recommend reading that piece on This Is Anfield. Next up then, we have five games, CL at Anfield and Diogo Jota comeback, Liverpool FC in February. Joanna Durkin given a rundown of what's to come. Wolves obviously on Saturday. Everton on the 13th. Newcastle on the 18th. Real Madrid on the 21st. And then Crystal Palace on the 25th. There is also the possibility that an extra game gets added because we have games against Chelsea and Wolves that will need to be rescheduled. And there are potentially a couple of dates here that would work for that. Liverpool's big issue that is entirely Jurgen Klopp's responsibility. Again, it's written by Joanna Durkin. And it's a discussion about what's gone wrong on the training ground and how Klopp has basically basically been given everything he's wanted with regards to the training setup. So I think that's a piece well worth your while reading as well. Liverpool Loney assists 35 minutes into senior debut, two days after joining. Luke Chambers made his debut for Kilmarnock and got an assist. So fair play. Uh, he looks a talented player, 18 years of age. Does look a talented player, so want to keep an eye on maybe there. Firmino contract update, a new loan deal confirmed. As we know, Bobby's at a contract at the end of the season. There's been 
a lot of talk about his extension. His agent was on Sky Germany and said that they should know what's going on later in February. I've made it clear I don't think we should be extending him. Bobby is 31. Bobby is injury prone. And Bobby is in year four of not being anywhere close to the level he was before that. Bobby from 2015 to 2019 was an exceptional player, but he wasn't particularly good in the title winning season. He was poor the season after. He was poor last season. And he's been pretty poor this season. And I know people like to say, oh, well, he's been productive. He's got seven goals and three assists. Okay. He got two goals and three assists in the 9-0 win over Bournemouth, who are dreadful. Uh, he got another two goals against Rangers in the 7-1 win. They're dreadful. They're a League One caliber team. And he got two goals in the Brighton game, which he didn't play particularly well. So you take those three games away, he's got three goals and no assists in about 1,200 minutes. That's not good. He hasn't been consistently good this season. It's just a myth based on him scoring a few goals. And he scored those goals in bunches. So... I I wouldn't give him an extension. I think if you look at the the injury history of the from the last couple of years, surely it has to give you pause for thought. Like it has to give you pause for thought. Sorry, Bobby has nine goals and and four assists. I should have said. Um, he 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 would have three goals and. Three goals and no assists, if you take out the three games I mentioned. He got two goals and an assist against Rangers, two and three against Bournemouth, and two goals against Brighton. He scored against Newcastle, he scored against Arsenal, and he scored against Southampton. I think his best performance of the season was probably City at home. He's always done well against City. But the fact is, Bobby has now been out since before Christmas with an injury that allegedly was a couple of days and we're now almost six weeks later and there's still no sign of him. Last season, Bobby had a bunch of injuries as well. He had a foot injury, a muscle problem, a hamstring injury and another muscle problem as well as getting COVID, which you won't hammer him for too much. He had an injury in... 2021, he had a bunch of injuries in 1819. I just think at this point, you, you need to cut bait. Bobby missed 25 games last season through injury. 25 games. This season, he's already had two injuries. And he's now at the point where he's missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten games. Ten games through injury, and there's no sign of him coming back. I think it would be foolish to renew him. I understand why people think we should, but it's all nostalgia and sentiment based. It's not based on what he's doing on the pitch. And this idea that he can train Gakpo to play his role. Gakpo can't play the way Bobby played because Gakpo doesn't have the physical capability to play the way Bobby did. 
Melwood talks and key man suspended for Newcastle. Liverpool are trying it to buy Melwood, uh, the old training ground, back to use it as the home of their women's team. Now, why it was sold in the first place, I have no idea. But I, I do back this move. As long as as long as the owners pay for it, because you know, it boosts their asset more than anything else. As long as the owners pay for it and it doesn't come out of the club coffers, I think fair play. Um, I think it, it's imperative that we do have a proper training ground and potentially an academy set up there for the women's side. I don't understand why we haven't had that for a while. Like, we we genuine, generally don't seem to take the women's game all that seriously, and that's not acceptable. Um. Ibu potentially missing three games. Bruno Gomerich will be suspended when we play Newcastle, which is very good news. Liverpool confirmed a post-deadline day loan for Fidel O'Rourke, who has joined Halifax. Paul Tierney will referee the game against Wolves with Lee Mason as the VAR, so that's bad news. Um... Real Madrid could be without Ferlan Mendy, who suffered a hamstring injury. They can just slide David Alba to left back. They'll be fine. The Champions League squad is due to be announced today as well, which is, or is it tomorrow? Could be tomorrow. I think it could be tomorrow. Um, which will be interesting to see what, what decisions are made. On Liverpool.com. Completed Liverpool transfer avoided total January shambles as Chelsea hits Mason Mount snag. Let's have a quick look at this. Perfect loan debut. That's about Luke Chambers. Complications for Chelsea. While outbound loans have made up the vast majority of Liverpool's transfer activity, Chelsea continued its staggering transfer spree. This culminated in a record-breaking deadline day splash for Enzo Fernandes. It's well known that Chelsea have been taking advantage of what is essentially an FFP loophole with extremely long contracts in order to amortise the deals over a lengthy period of time, thus reducing the upfront booked cost of each transfer. UEFA has now moved to cap amortization lengths to five years, a change that will come into effect from the summer. But even with this workaround, it still seems like an, an incredible spend. Speaking on the Athletic Football podcast, David Ornstein has offered some insight which could have a knock on effect on Mason Mount. Those who have signed new deals, such as Reese James, potentially Mason Mount if it comes about, and even Raheem Sterling, who is on a higher salary from right at the beginning of the new owner's reign. They have clauses in their contracts to see their salaries significantly reduced if they don't qualify for the Champions League. The upshot is that Chelsea don't get stuck in a situation where it has multiple huge contracts to pay out without being able to balance that against Champions League revenue. That would be a recipe for FFP trouble. However, another consequence is that Mount has some serious thinking to do. If a reduction for finishing outside the Champions League places applies to any contract extension, 
He will, to all intents and purposes, be getting offered that lower amount, barring an impressive turnaround from 10th in the league. Given that Mount is already said to feel undervalued, that is unlikely to go down well. Recently, The Guardian reported that Liverpool was on standby and with Mount Steele up in 2024, failure to reach an agreement by the summer could see FSG come to the table. Well, FSG haven't been to a table in years. Of course, it's worth noting that Liverpool's deals tend to be heavily incentivized. With no FFP pressure, it should be able to show more flexibility. I, I would love us to get Mason Mount. Genuinely. Uh, Steve Nichol, uh, Steve Nichol says we avoided shambles by signing, signing Cody Gakpo. Okay. I think we... It might actually have contributed to the shambles because it was basically all our money. New Roberto Firmino, who is like Ronaldo, sends message to Liverpool scouts amid FSG chance. But we don't we don't do players from South America directly, so um, this is about Vitor Roque, who's really really talented, but. We won't sign him because we don't sign players direct from South America for some reason. Cody Gakpo can lead Liverpool to prolific wonder kid who could kickstart genius transfer trend. Okay. Is this Keito Nakamura? Yeah, it's about Keito Nakamura. Liverpool is primed for next Sadio Mane after confirmed transfer deal elsewhere. Uh, this is about Kamal Dean Suleimane, who's obviously just joined Southampton. He is very, very similar stylistically to Sadio. Uh, might be a bit more technically gifted, but has that same kind of explosive nature. Um Jurgen Klopp may be changed by 19 Liverpool games as Cody Gakbo. Transfer. Cody Gakbo makes transfer stance plain. Okay. Liverpool given 16 million transfer reminded by very interesting potential Divock Origi heir. This is Yusuf N. Naziri. Rio Ferdinand is embarrassing himself with nonsense on his YouTube channel again, so there's no point in getting into that. And last but not least, AnfieldIndex.com. A um, couple of pieces here, actually. Is this the end for Jordan Henderson? Uh, this piece was written by Stephen Smith. The answer should be yes, but will be no. Why Fabinho should be the short and long-term centre-back option? Uh, this piece is also written by Stephen Smith. I do agree. I think we should be looking at moving Fab to centre-back. There's also another article coming out today at noon, written by myself, uh, taking a look at the gamble involved in waiting for Jude Bellingham. Podcast-wise, we have a bunch of new ones. There's obviously the most recent Under Pressure, so check that out. There is a Scouted ahead of Wolves. There is a Pro Plus with Trev and Dave looking at the transfer window and Todd Bowley's lunacy. And there is a Moby on the spot. Trev and Jan having a big chat about January and Jan having a, a look at some of the new boys on 
each team. So give all of those a chance. All very, very good. And I will see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.